Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Some huge news dropping over the last 24 hours with Josh Jackson announcing his retirement from the NRL effective immediately. Uh, personally, I did not see this one coming. Uh, Josh is 31 years of age, he's going to th- turn 32 very, very soon. I think the start of next year, I believe it is, early January. Uh, I expected Josh to probably play till he was 33, 34, to be honest with you. Uh, so yeah, a bit of a surprise for me. And I'm sure it's been a bit of a surprise for the Canterbury players. Maybe they were given some sort of an insight before, but uh, yeah, pretty wild. And I saw that uh, he sent a text message to the players, uh, which is an interesting one. Obviously, he could have waited until they got back to preseason, but that was a couple of weeks away. And I guess Josh just wanted to make this decision now. Um, the thing that I hate about this, to be perfectly honest with you, I hate when an absolute champion, an absolute warrior of our game retires during the offseason and we get to watch their last game and we're not sure if it is their last game. You know, obviously, Andrew Fafita, he retired the other uh, during the week and, you know, we knew when he played his last game for the Sharks that that would be his last game for the Sharks, at least, and a chance it would be his last game in the NRL. We probably thought he'd get a contract elsewhere. But at least we were able to appreciate that was the last game he was going to play for the Sharks. Uh, Josh Jackson, when the Canterbury Bulldogs played their last game in round 25, uh, we had no idea this was going to be the last game of his career, and I absolutely hate that. And that's probably the sort of guy that Josh is. He doesn't want um, the standing ovations. He doesn't want the cheers. He just wants to go out and work his dick off every single week. So he's gone out in a very Josh Jackson fashion. But for a guy that has been so tough for so long that has played for the Kangaroos, played for New South Wales, played, what is it, 241 first grade games, I really wish we would have known uh, that we were watching Josh Jackson's last game because it's guys like him that you probably don't appreciate until you get to sit back and reflect on what they've actually done throughout their career. He's obviously a guy that didn't win a premiership, went to two grand finals, never won a premiership though, played a lot of rep footy and stuff, but also he was just tough and you know compromising and he just he didn't have a huge skill set to him, Josh Jackson, but every single time he stepped on the field, he was the toughest guy on that field. And I just... 
it, it kills me that we didn't get to appreciate that when he was still playing, and it will sort of fade into the background a little bit. I'm sure you Canterbury fans would be devastated that you know you didn't get to stand and applaud Josh as he left the field for the very last time. But as I said, I think this is how Josh Jackson would have liked to have had it realistically. Uh, but what a career it was. 241 first-grade games. And, you know, we say this all the time. There's a lot of guys that play 300 games and whatnot, and we get so accustomed to that. We get so used to it. And then, you know, I, I think it takes away from just how hard it is to play one first-grade game a lot of the time. I think people underappreciate that all the time. And for Josh to knock out 241 in the way that he played, it just, just, just like, cast yourself and, and think back to the games that Josh Jackson played. It might be... You know, his favorite game of his that you've played the game where you sat back and just went, holy fuck, this motherfucker, he is on a new level. He is tough as nails. And to do that 241 times when every single time, you know, he went on the field, the opposition sort of like their alpha big dog would have gone, okay, he's the guy that we've got to get at. He, he is the spiritual leader of this bulldog side. Just incredible stuff. The amount of tough carries Josh, Josh Jackson took out of his own end very very much so reminds me of a Boyd Cordner. They're very very different footballers, don't get me wrong, uh, but just how tough he was out on that edge. Uh, and, I, you know, if I, if I had to compare him to someone who's, who's running around, who's still running around today, like Liam Martin, when he's burst on the scene over the last years, he reminds me so much of Josh Jackson. Uh, it's not even funny when he first burst on the scene. And um, do your own research, but Josh Jackson, he was from Mudgee or Dubbo, one of the two. And I still remember when I was working, uh, I, I was working with a girl who was from his hometown, Mudgee or Dubbo. I can't remember which one it was. And this was 2010, 2011. So he hadn't made his debut yet. He was playing uh, in the lower grades at the Canterbury Bulldogs. I'd watched him play one or two games and thought, oh, He's tough. He's tough as fucking nails. There's no doubt in that. But does he have the little bit of X factor, the little bit of skill set that'll make you successful in the NRL? I don't know because obviously tough guys make it in the NRL and whatnot, but there's a lot of tough guys that will just make every tackle that comes their way, but they'll get beat out by the guy who maybe has the sidestep, has the offload, you know, has has the flick, whatever it might be. So it can be tough at times. You can only fit X amount of really tough guys that do just up and down footy in a side because you need a bit of X factor to them. So sometimes... You know th- those guys miss out to maybe a guy that's left less tough, less tough, a lesser footballer, but he's got a little bit of X factor to him. So sometimes it can be hard for guys like Josh Jackson to get in. I remember this girl saying to me, she knew that I, I liked rugby league. Said, "Oh, there's a guy from my hometown who's playing uh, with the Bulldogs." I said, "Oh, what's his name?" I said, "Oh, Josh Jackson." And I remember I said something like, "Oh, two first names. You you can never trust them." And I remember she said, "This guy." is the most trustworthy guy you could ever imagine. And she she said to me, she goes, is the rugby league the sort of sport that just rewards the hardest worker? And I said and I said exa- exactly what I said to you guys. And sometimes it is, but sometimes that can be your downfall because you don't have that upside, that X factor. And she sort of said, no, no, no. Does it reward the toughest guy? Not one of the toughest guys. And I said, well, traditionally, yeah, yeah, it does. And she said, well, then he is definitely going to be a success because he is the toughest bloke of all time. And I remember being, you know, 18, 19 here and that and going, oh, yeah, well, we'll see. It's the NRL. It's a whole new level. The year after that, he makes his debut for the Canterbury Bulldogs, comes off the bench for them straight away. We are all talking about Josh Jackson. You could tell straight away he had something special. And this this side that he made his debut in, he came in in, I think it was round 16. I've got it here in front of me, round 16 of 2012. Now, remember, the Bulldogs are fucking flying that year. Have a listen to this forward pack. And this was just a forward pack he made his debut in. Tolman, Ennis, 
Cassiano, Pritchard, Halatau, David Stagg. On the bench, they had James Graham, Dale Finucane, Corey Payne. Some of the toughest guys around. And Josh Jackson came in in Jersey 19, handed his debut by the great Des Hasler against the Melbourne Storm. They managed to win that game. This, of course, was 2012, the year that Ben Barber just absolutely brained it. Uh, he scored a try that day. Inu scored a double. And Josh Morris, he also crossed the stripe. And, of course, he made his debut against the Melbourne Storm that day. Uh, about 10-odd weeks later, he'd play in his first grand final, Josh Jackson. Now, I, I just read out to you that, that that starting side, which was unbelievable, yeah? Incredible stuff. Uh, we then get to 10 weeks later. Well, actually, three weeks later, he manages to force his way into the second row, yeah? So he jumps into the back row, and th- this is probably more so their full-strength side. Aiden Tolman, Ennis Cassiano, Frank Pritchard, Josh Jackson, Greg Eastwood on the bench. Stag, David Stag, James Graham, Dale Finuc, and Corey Payne. Like, tough as nails back row there. He makes his debut against the man. So he makes his run on debut. So in the starting side against the Manly Seagulls, that's against your Watmos, your T-Rexes at his best, your Glenn Stewart in the back row. Canterbury managed to win that game. And from that moment on, Josh Jackson, that's the first time he ever started for the Canterbury Bulldogs. He started every game for the rest of the season, including the grand final. So in just his 12th game of first grade, He was a starting back rower for the Canterbury Bulldogs in the grand final. Incredible stuff. On the bench, you still had uh, James Graham, Dale Finucane, Corey Payne, David Stagg. So to be in that starting side, fucking unbelievable at the age he was at. And this girl that I worked with, shout out to her. She was fucking right. The toughest bloke imaginable. Now, he went on to play another 241 games after his debut, obviously. 241 games in his career, scored 24 tries. Hasn't He scored one try in the last three years, Josh Jackson, so a bit of a tough gig there. But obviously, that was never his role. Uh, if you want to get an idea of how good Josh Jackson was, go back and watch all of his games. Keep track of how many tough carries he took out of his own 20. Keep track of how many tackles he made. Keep track as well of how many one-on-one tackles he made. Very underrated Josh Jackson in that degree. Now, obviously, Canterbury, uh, they haven't been the most successful team over the last 10 years or so, probably since 2014. So they're in the grand final, haven't been overly successful. So he finishes his career with a 42% win rate, which isn't fantastic, let's be honest here, but it really isn't a train wreck. 2012, he's in the grand final. He returns to grand final day in 2014 uh, with the Canterbury Bulldogs. So in his first three years, he played in two grand finals, unfortunately losing both of them, but incredible stuff. I still remember to get into that grand final against South Sydney. They played... uh, the Penrith Panthers, they had to knock them over. And I think it was Josh Jackson that scored the last try of that game. Uh, they ended up winning that one 18-12 to 12 to get into that grand final. The celebrations were crazy. Uh, and then, of course, in that grand final, they were outplayed by the South Sydney Rabbitohs, 30-6. But they were well and truly in that game. T-Rex scored in the first half, and I think at halftime it was pretty close. And then in the last 20, 25 minutes... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
South Sydney really blew them away. But I think people remember the scorecard, 30-6, to six, and sort of think, ah, oh, it was a blowout grand final. It really wasn't. It was very, very close for the first 50-odd minutes, and then South Sydney really kicked into gear. So, unfortunate for Josh Jackson, never managed to win an NRL premiership. Definitely a guy that deserved it. 241 of the toughest games you can imagine. And, I like, when I saw he was only 31 years old, I thought, oh, geez, I wonder how many games he played for a 31. You know, you see you guys that get to 300 games, and they're normally, you know, the 34, 35, 36 years of age. Uh, a lot of them aren't forwards. A lot of them are playing out in the backs or in the halves or whatever. But I looked at Josh Jackson at 31 years old as he is right now. He's played 241 first-grade games, so he was only two and a half seasons away from getting to 300 games, which is unbelievable, which means he would have got there by the time he was 34 which is just wild to consider that at 34 years old, Josh Jackson playing the way he did would have got to 300 games. I know what you're thinking. Oh, yeah, but injuries, blah, blah, blah. Over his entire career, and this is the craziest thing about Josh Jackson and something that we really do underappreciate, I think. Over his entire career, so from 2012 to 2022, I think it's 11 seasons, he averaged 22 games per year. 22 games per year. Now, if you take out the first season where where he played 12 games, which also brings that average down, by the way, if you take out, so it's actually about 23, 24 games. If you take that out where, keep in mind, he made his debut in round 16. He played every single game after that all the way to the grand final in the starting back row in his first season in the NRL. If you take that season out, the minimum amount of games Josh Jackson played in an NRL season was 17. That was in 2021. 17 was the minimum amount of games he played in the NRL across a decade fucking unbelievable. It's like 23.5 games per year he averaged. If you take out his debut year, where he debuted late, so he, was, he wasn't allowed to play that many games. If he would have been allowed to play the first eight games, because he, he would have debuted by then, he still would have knocked up 20. So once again, it would have been above 20 games in a season. Fucking incredible stuff by Josh Jackson. He is an absolute warrior of our game, and he deserves every little bit of every single person's respect in the NRL community. An absolute champion, Josh Jackson, tough as nails, a bulldog, a New South Wales blue, and a kangaroo, and an absolute champion of our game. Thank you for everything you did for our game, mate. Thank you for all the memories. Thank you for just setting an example of what a tough, tough football looks like across a long span of time. I think it's also worth noting, Josh Jackson, last you know seven, eight years, he's been in a pretty unsuccessful team, and he has led them fiercely. He has just been sensational. He's never blown up at reveries. He's never lost his mind. He's never done anything that I can remember throughout his entire career that I thought, ah, that was a bit shit or that was a bit of a tantrum moment. He has just held himself and been the absolute complete professional the entire time. So congratulations on a fantastic career, mate. Thank you for all you have done for us throughout your career. 